0: Welcome back from spring break. And welcome from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Autumn Courtney, and this is the Daily Thistle for Monday, March 21st, 2022. On the river today, the sun rises at 7.09 a.m. and sets at 7.21 p.m. It will be a waning gibbous moon. 91% of the moon will be visible. A high tide will appear at 4.28 a.m. and a low tide at 11.28 a.m. Afternoon high tide will be at 4.49 p.m. and evening low tide will appear at 11.33 p.m. Joanne Brown of the class of 1985, who is from England, stopped by St. Margaret's over spring break. Mr. Bell joined her for a walk through A House and several stops in the ancient dorm to reminisce about her short time on the river. In Mr. Bell's walk with Joanne, some sounds from her return to the A House. Um,
1: so I'm uh, Joanne Brown, I was then. My name now Joanne Teese. um, And I was class of 85. Um, and I came over from England on an English-speaking union scholarship program. Now, curious too, what brought you to us today? Um, well, my son uh, has now um, started a PhD at... Uh, Georgetown University in DC, so we were coming over and I said to Ollie I've always wanted to go back to St Margaret's in uh, Tappahannock to see, so we decided to make the trip down. Is this your first time back since? Yes, since, yes, in what, 37 years is it, or something like that? Yeah, Yeah, so, um, yes it's quite exciting and some of the buildings are new, but a lot of it hasn't changed. (laughs) The school was set in a town, Um, it was quite a, a heavy heavy proportion of day students, and, um, and uh, I guess it was rural though, um, and it was co-educational, ah. so it was quite different. <laughs> um, and so it was a very, um, a sort of a, a, a really a lifting out of my homeland, <laughs> and I don't know how I expected myself to feel. I just didn't expect to be homesick, right. which I was terribly homesick. But, I mean, everybody was so supportive of me. So <laughs> I was here, I came in September, and um, I went back in March. It works. I'm always surprised when it works work. I think I use, oh, hold a minute. Oh, we'll follow along. I, I want to hear that. Yes, that's the telephone I used to use. (laughs) So on a Sunday night, I used to phone home and sob down the phone to England. (laughs) That was funny. But, um, yeah, so that's where I sat. Exactly, exactly. And then, um, I don't remember this so much, but we must have had this all as free area. Actually, I do. No, we did. We had ice cream nights, you know, where you used to be a television room somewhere where we would all hang out and have, you know, room was a little twin and is there another staircase up? Yeah, so I think this was my first room, number 23, <laughs> but there were two of us in here. Bunk beds, yeah we had two of us in bunk beds and I was with Anne, I remember that. Um, and she had horses, and she took me home to her farm, um, and that was yeah, that was very sweet. And then I moved. I think they decided it wasn't. It was better to be in a bigger room if you were a new visitor. They were trying anything to make me happy. <laughs> so yeah, four beds, and there was Libby. different room down there um, I mean I don't remember there being a huge amount of space <laughs> but I that's things have changed haven't they, they have bunks on the yeah so we definitely had bunks and uh, yeah Libby took Libby was from Richmond she took me up to Richmond and maybe Kim was in was she no Kim was in a different room but she took me down to Virginia Beach And then there was a lovely Jennifer, I think, who was from Utah, and they took me up to Washington, D.C. And then I did this thing called the Presidential Classroom. I don't know if that still runs. It was a week program up in D.C. and you went right into the Capitol Building. I think I applied for it. And um, I spent a week up in D.C. studying um, American Government, and that was fantastic. Yeah, that was amazing. So. But uh, it was. And I played basketball and soccer. I don't remember rowing at all, um, and uh, singing. And I, I was a singer when I came, so I um, I went out and sang at some local churches. But I don't remember particularly where they were. I mean, I said to you, is it Loretto or Loretto? I, that name a bell, rang a bell to me, which is just north and I went out and sung. And then there was a lady that lived in Tappahannock who had been an exchange student here from England or a scholarship student here from England and she befriended me and I used to go and spend lots of time at her house and uh, she lent me her car and I used to go driving around to (laughs) Williamsburg and Jamestown I remember because we've just been down there. So there you are. That was my
0: experience. We hope to see Joanne in the coming years as her son is pursuing a doctorate at Georgetown and visits to D.C. Joanne is promising it will include a return to Tappahannock. Over spring break, a new sailboat appeared in the parking lot. The boat was donated by Randy Poole, the class of 1971, and is spacious for several students to sail the Rappahannock. This Wednesday, Mr. Bell will be hosting the Parents' Council via Zoom to introduce new programs and people for the upcoming trimester. Alumni may now look to our homepage on the website to make your plans for your Reunion Weekend. In our Centennial year, we are combining Graduation and Reunion Weekend. It is the coming together of a sisterhood that extends from alums as far back as 1942 and into a future for some of us that will extend to the 2001 and beyond. Think about it and register today for a remarkable return to the river. Today we begin the final trimester of the school year, and it will also be the final trimester for St. Margaret's as we move to semesters next year. The river is alive with the return osprey as they take on the bald eagles. The annual rite of passage finds several ospreys diving, driving the eagles from the riverfront perches. Fear not, a short trip up the creeks and tributaries will find the eagles a home in their summer domain. In news
2: from the BBC. BBC News with Fiona MacDonald. Ukraine has rejected a Russian demand to surrender the besieged southern city of Mariupol, hours before a deadline set by Moscow. The Deputy Prime Minister, Irina Vereshchuk, said there could be no question of soldiers laying down their arms. Earlier, Russia promised safe passage to the defenders of the city if they surrendered. Russia has continued its attacks on other Ukrainian cities. The capital, Kiev, was struck by several large explosions late on Sunday. The mayor said several houses and a shopping centre were hit, causing a large fire. The United Nations Refugee Agency says 10 million Ukrainians have now fled their homes because of the war. Almost a quarter of the population. Nearly 3.5 million people have left the country since Russia invaded last month. In a video address to the Israeli parliament, Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, has said that Ukraine, like Israel, was facing the threat of utter destruction. He urged Israel to provide Ukraine with its Iron Dome missile defence system. More than 60 workers at the decommissioned Chernobyl nuclear plant in Ukraine have been finally able to leave. They've been stuck there since late February when Russian troops seized the facility. 46 employees have volunteered to take their place. And a United Nations delegation is beginning an assessment of the state of the world's largest coral reef off the western coast of Australia. The UN last year recommended the Great Barrier Reef be added to the World Heritage Committee's Endanger List because of damage caused by climate change. The Australian government lobbied against
0: it. Today we begin the countdown to our June 4th graduation. Yes, it is 74 days to graduation. Remember, you're listening to the nation's only independent school news feed. On the banks of the Rappahannock River, here on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Autumn Courtney, and this is your Daily Thistle. As you grow in age, may you grow in grace.